So before I launch into the message, uh, again, thank you uh, for being on site or online with us. Uh, I'm incredibly grateful that you uh, made the time, decided to participate with us. Let's pray. Speak, Lord, as we come to you. Speak, we are listening. Take your truth, plant it deep in us. Shape and fashion us until Jesus is seen in our acts of love. Holy Spirit, teach us full obedience, holy reverence, and true humility. Test our actions and our attitudes in the brilliant radiance of your holy love. Amen. Well, uh, in case you haven't noticed, you are surrounded by arguments in this, uh, in this crazy world, this crazy time. There are all kinds of arguments. Friends and family, neighbors and co-workers are, divide over uh, the coming elections, uh, wearing masks or exercising our rights, uh, protests or riots, standing or kneeling during the national anthem, the pandemic, or is it a conspiracy? Uh, should we stay closed or open everything up? Everybody has an opinion, and if you don't agree with them, you're an idiot. Or worse. See, people are divided, but worst of all, we demean and depreciate everyone who disagrees with us, which basically means... Well, okay, let's just not. The brokenness and the name calling all around us, uh, 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 it has seeped into the church. It has found its way into the body of believers. Brothers and sisters in God's family put each other down. Uh, we, we assume we know each other's motives. Well, I know why you, you obviously have this, because you have that opinion or because you do that, you obviously... And we assume that. And then we get upset when other people do it to us. How dare you assume that you know what I'm doing and why I'm doing it? But I will do it to you. Those of us who claim to follow Jesus seem to have forgotten how to know and show his presence in this world. Now I show you a way that is beyond comparison. A way for us to live that is beyond comparison. Uh, Matthew records that one day an expert in religious law. Boy, if that doesn't scare you, it ought to. I mean, this is a religious lawyer. An expert in, the relig in religious law tried to trap Jesus with this question. Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? And Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. The second 
is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. How do we know what this love is? How, how, how can we share it with our neighbors? If we love our brothers and sisters who are believers, it proves that we have passed from death to life. But a person who has no love is still dead. Anyone who hates another brother or sister is really a murderer at heart. And you know that murderers don't have eternal life within them. We know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. So we also ought to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters. Did you catch that line? We also ought to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters. If someone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. That is to say we experience Jesus' love as we demonstrate his love Amen. to each other. Right. So what is his love like? Jesus' love uh, is like this. Dear friends, let us continue to love one another for love comes from God. Anyone who loves a child of God and knows God uh, loves. But anyone... Who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. So I'm going to pause for a moment because I wasn't going to make a whole lot of commentary, but I want you to grasp this issue, this concept. When it says God is love, we're not talking about a warm, mushy, hallmark Christmas movie feeling. Not, I'm not, yeah, don't send me letters or emails about bad-mouthing hallmark Christmas movies. I'm not. I'm just saying that when we say God is love, we're not talking about, oh, isn't that sweet? That's not what we're talking about. Because he defines it really quickly. God's love, the God, love that God is, God is love that sacrifices for others. He sent his only, one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us and his love is brought to full expression in us. So simply put, showing love leads to knowing love and 
Knowing love leads to showing love, which leads to It's a cycle. You have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. We know love when we show love. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from His love? Uh, any fellowship together with the Spirit? Uh, are, are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy, the Apostle Paul says. Make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other loving one another and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interest, but take an interest in others too. Jesus, the King of all kings, showed his love through service and sacrifice for others. And he sets the standard. Jesus said, I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. You should love each other. Mm -hmm. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. When we know and show his, loves, his love, others will take notice that we have been with Jesus. Experiencing and demonstrating Jesus' love is a supernatural thing. It, it, you cannot work this up on your own. It's something he has to implant in us by the power of his Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I, I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love just as I obey my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that you will be filled with joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. Have to pause. Okay. How joyous do we usually look? I mean, how much joy do we expect to receive from sacrificing for somebody or serving them? And yet Jesus tells us that he wants us to love like he loves by service and sacrifice so that our joy will be complete. Of course, the author of Hebrews also said that Jesus uh, took, went to the cross for the joy that was set before him. The joy he knew what was coming afterwards. 
Jesus says, I have told you these things so that you may be filled with joy. This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. This is my command, in case you've forgotten. Love each other. Uh, do you want to see love in action? Using your spiritual, I don't want to say imagination, using your spiritual eyes that can time travel, I want you to look at the virgin's growing womb. And hear the angels sing and the shepherds praise and the wise men come at his birth. I want you to observe the miracles of healing and those raised from the dead and those released from oppression in Jesus' life. Check out the crowds hanging on his words because he speaks like one who has authority. Watch Judas betray him with a kiss. Sur survey the scene as Peter denies even knowing him three times. Feel free to glance away as the soldiers strip Jesus' clothes from him to beat him, to whip him, and to nail him to a cross. And stare at his gasping body, bleeding body, as he dies on that cross. That's your king. That's how he loves. Try to imagine how much love it takes for him to do that, for the eternal life giver to die. But a sacrifice isn't the end of the story. All right, examine his empty tomb, peer into the clouds with his followers while he ascends to the throne of heaven, and, and, and look at him now. He is praying for you and me right now. So how does, how does loving our neighbor look? If I could speak with the tongues of all the, the, all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. Or another paraphrase puts it this way, I would only be an obnoxious car alarm that won't go off. If I had the gift of prophecy and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge and if I had such faith that I could move mountains but didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. Love is patient and kind. 
Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. Love never loses faith. Love is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless. But love will last forever. Now our knowledge is partial and incomplete, and even the gift of prophecy uh, reveals only part of the whole picture. But when the time of perfection comes, these partial things will become useless. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child, but when I grew up, I put away childish things. Now we see things imperfectly like puzzling reflections in a mirror, but then we will see everything with perfect clarity. All that I know now is partial and incomplete, but then I will know everything completely just as God now knows me completely. Three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Jesus taught, do to others whatever you would like them to do to you. Not the, this is, pay attention to what he says. This is not the way most people quote this. Most people say, do to others what they've done to you. That's not what Jesus says. Jesus says, you do for other people what you want them to do for you. And he implies whether they ever do anything nice to you or not. Where'd you get that? Well, let me see. He died on the cross for the entire human race, many of whom will never, ever say yes to him. But he did what he wanted for them, whether they responded in kind or not. Let love be your highest goal. Well, why is love so important? And why does it have to be, you know, like Jesus' love? Why can't it be nice, warm, mushy feelings? That's so much more enjoyable. I mean, it's entertaining, actually, for most people. Why is loving each other so important? Why did Jesus tell us to love our neighbors? When our actions, this is what I believe, when our actions toward others express Jesus' love, we will experience and demonstrate his presence with us. Jesus teaches us to love others because he wants us to know and to show his loving presence. He commands us to develop the same attitude that led to his service and his sacrifice on our behalf. He commands us to develop the same attitude 
that led to his service and action. Love requires uh, more than warm feelings, as we've mentioned. It requires more than empathy or sympathy. It takes much more than feeling concerned about people or worrying about people. Uh, love is more than a, a caring feeling. Uh, the love Jesus creates in us, the love that he wants us to have, expresses itself in how we treat each other. When we serve and sacrifice for each other, Jesus' powerful love surrounds us. His loving presence flows through us. When we love each other enough to serve and sacrifice for each other without waiting for others to go first, we experience his presence flowing through us and around us and in us. When we know and show his love, unbelievers or, or people who don't know Jesus yet will worship God, declaring God is truly here among you. He is here with you. Because you love like Jesus loves. Anybody can love someone who agrees with them. I'm going to leave it there. Let me point out that when the love of God is unleashed in the relationships among Jesus' followers, people will find themselves exclaiming, God is really with you. Everything you do should be done in love. Here's the sermon in a sentence. Make knowing and showing love your highest goal. As a follower of Jesus. Now, if you are not a follower of Jesus, if you're only thinking about becoming a follower of Jesus, or you're just, I don't know where you might be, if you, but if you're not a follower of Jesus, this is just... Well, this will give you an inside look. It's what it means to become a follower of Jesus. But if you claim to be and say you're a follower of Jesus, make knowing and showing love your highest goal. Make knowing and showing his love your highest goal. Christ's love has to have the first and last word in everything you do. I'm going to give us... Uh, some time for some personal uh, reflection and silent prayer. I'm just going to warn you, it may feel like an eternity of silence. But I'm going to watch my watch and I'm only going to pause for 60 seconds between these questions. It may feel like the world has come to an end, but trust me, we can live through 60 seconds of silence. So first, how does Jesus want you to know and show his love?
What might he ask you to do to experience and demonstrate his presence by loving others? Here's the last question. What will it take to make knowing and showing Jesus' love your highest goal? pray for each other. I'm inviting you to please pray for me as I'm praying for you. As I said earlier, this, this kind of love that Jesus calls us to, commands us to express and to, to, to share is, is not natural for us. It takes the Holy Spirit working in us. Let's pray for each other. Dear Heavenly Father, our spirits kneel in surrendered prayer to you, to you alone. You are wonderful and glorious. Holy, Holy Spirit, make us strong true disciples and followers of Jesus. Empower us so that he lives in us. Plant our feet firmly on his amazing love. Give us roots that draw our life and our nourishment and our strength from him. I pray that with all of God's people, along with all of God's people all around the world, that you will 
Help us to take in the extravagant dimensions of Jesus' love. Help us to reach out to sense its depth, to reveal the lengths of Jesus' love. Show us how to plumb its depths. We want to rise to the heights of his love. Fill us full of God's measureless love. I pray that Jesus and all of his followers will forever bring honor and praise to our Heavenly Father. The Holy Spirit, I believe you can do anything and everything that will bring honor to our Father in Heaven. I, I, so I pray that even more than we can imagine or, or guess or request in our wildest dreams that you would work in us to change us on the inside so that we love like Jesus. Give us the attitude of service and sacrifice for others that will show them that we have been with him. Jesus, your life-giving, death-destroying power already works in and through us. So bring yourself honor in us. Do in us what we could never imagine possible. Amen. So thank you again. Uh, for being on site or online with us. I appreciate that deeply. Uh, we are sent ones. We are champions of hope who are sent. We, uh, and so as you go to live as sent ones, this is my prayer for you. This is how I hope that God will bless you. I pray that the beauty of Jesus will shine in your eyes, that the love of Jesus will shine in your actions, and your Facebook post. May the wisdom of Jesus shine in your words and your Facebook post. And may the grace of Jesus flow from your heart to others. Amen. You are sent, so go.